We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Good morning, bride. Good morning. Listen, uh, the sun is shining. It's very bright here, so uh, you'll just have to overlook me today. But we are finishing Job today. So right now we're in Job chapter 17. And what have we learned so far from Job? You know, we did Job yesterday. And what did we learn? Well, we learned that Job examined himself. Job was real with God. And how many times have we seen that? We have seen that time and time again. Through all the other kings, when they were honest with God, is where their blessings are. So, let's go ahead and delve into chapter 17. And let's ask God to be with us. So, Lord, we just thank you so much for Job. For the story of Job, the witness of Job, the life of Job. And we ask you, Lord, to teach us and guide us today. Holy Spirit, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bride, here we go. Job 17. My breath is corrupt. My days are extinct. The graves are ready for me. Are there not mockers with me? And doth not mine eye continue in their provocation? 
Lay down now, put me in the surety with thee. Who is he that will strike hands with me? For thou hast hid their heart from understanding. Therefore shalt thou not exalt them. He that speaketh flattery to his friends, even the eyes of his children shall fail. He hath made me also a byword of the people, and aforetime I was as a tabret. Mine eye also is dim by reason of sorrow, and all my members are as a shadow. Upright men shall be astonished at this, and the innocent shall stir up himself against the hypocrite. The righteous also shall hold on his way, and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. But as for you all, do ye return and come now? For I cannot find one wise man among you. My days are past, my purposes are broken off, even the thoughts of my heart. They change the night into day. The light is short because of darkness. If I wait, the grave is mine house. I have made my bed in the darkness. I have said to corruption, Thou art my father. To the worm, Thou art my mother and my sister. And where is now my hope? As for my hope, who shall see it? They shall go down to the bars of the pit when our rest together is in the dust. Brad, I just feel led to say this. Okay. We are seeing a man who has lost everything and who has been mocked by his friends and made fun of and at the very, very bottom of the pit. Now, what we're about to go through, okay, in our country, uh, we have to remember Job because we need to be honest with God. And instead of acting out the way that the devil would want us to, going down this wrong road, okay, we need to get on our face and cry out to God and whatever it is that we're feeling, let it out. And I know there's people, especially in the Dominion theology, that does not believe that you should be real. But all the stories of God and his kings, God and his people, he wanted them to reason with him. Come reason with me. How is the relationship with your children? Think about it, Brad. Do you just want your children walking up to you all the time? Nothing's wrong with me. I'm just speaking what I want instead of dealing with the roots and dealing with their heart with you as a parent. Think about it. It's common sense, Brad. And so I want you to understand this is the example of Job. And we're going to see what God does with his transparency, honesty, and the purity of heart before God. Okay, so let's continue to the next chapter. Job 18. Then answered Bildad, the Shuhite, and said, How long will it be ere ye make an end of words? Mark, and afterwards we will speak. Wherefore are we counted as beasts, and reputed vile in your sight? He teareth himself in his anger. Shall the earth be forsaken for thee, and shall the rock be removed out of his place? Yea, the light of the wicked shall be put out and the spark of his fire shall not shine. The light shall be dark in his tabernacle, and his candle shall be put out with him. The steps of his strength shall be straightened, 
and his own counsel shall cast him down. For he is cast into a net by his own feet, and he walketh upon a snare. The jinn shall take him by the heel, and the robber shall prevail against him. The snare is laid for him in the ground, and a trap for him in the way. Terror shall make him afraid on every side, and shall drive him to his feet. His strength shall be hunger-bitten, and destruction shall be ready at his side. It shall devour the strength of his skin, even the firstborn of death shall devour his strength. His confidence shall be rooted out of his tabernacle, and it shall bring him to the king of terrors. It shall dwell in his tabernacle, because it is none of his. Brimstone shall be scattered upon his habitation. His roots shall be dried up beneath, and above shall his branch be cut off. His remembrance shall perish from the earth, and he shall have no name in the street. He shall be driven from light into darkness, and chased out of the world. He shall neither have son nor nephew among his people, nor any remaining in his dwellings. They that come after him shall be astonished at his day, as they that went before were affrighted. Surely such are the dwellings of the wicked, and this is the place of him that knoweth not God. Job 19. Then Job answered and said, How long will ye vex my soul, and break me in pieces with words? These ten times have ye reproached me. Ye are not ashamed that ye make yourselves strange to me? And be it indeed that I have erred. Mine error remaineth with myself. If indeed ye will magnify yourselves against me, and plead against me my reproach, know now that God hath overthrown me, and hath compassed me with his net. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I am not heard. I cry aloud, but there is no judgment. He hath fenced up my way that I cannot pass, and he hath set darkness in my paths. He hath stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He hath destroyed me on every side, and I am gone, and mine hope hath he removed like a tree. He hath also kindled his wrath against me, and he counteth me unto him as one of his enemies. His troops come together and raise up their way against me and encamp round about my tabernacle. He hath put my brethren far from me, and mine acquaintance are verily estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed, and my familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house and my maids count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. I entreated him with my mouth. My breath is strange to my wife, though I entreated for the children's sake of mine own body. Yea, young children despised me. I arose, and they spake against me. All my inward friends abhorred me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity upon me, have pity upon me, O ye my friends, for the hand of God hath touched me. Why do ye persecute me as God, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were now written, oh, that they were printed in a book, that they were graven with an iron pen and lead, 
in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. But ye should say, Why persecute we him, seeing the root of the matter is found in me? Be ye afraid of the sword, for wrath bringeth the punishment of the sword, that ye may know there is a judgment. Now, Brad, I want to I say how very important this last few sentences are, because these last few verses... He says, because he's sitting there complaining about how everybody's left him, everybody's abandoned him, and when you're in the pit, that is a process you go through. It's absolute abandonment. I believe God does that so that he shows us that people can leave us, people can depart from us, people can talk about us, put us down, everything else, try to destroy us. But if we don't know who we are in Christ, if we don't get on our face and know that he's all we need, he's everything, we're going to be shredded. We're going to be shredded. Or we're going to fall for the apostasy because we've not been tested. And so he says here that he does not even care about himself. He still gives God glory. And he says, and though after my skin, verse 26, worms destroy his body, yet in the flesh shall I see God. Like the most important thing to me is to see God. That's what he's saying. Whom I shall see for myself and my eyes shall behold and not another. Though my reins be consumed within me, like in other words, you can take my body, but you can't take my spirit. You can't take my relationship with God. And, Brad, this is where we have to get in this hour that we're approaching with martyrdom going to be on the horizon. I'm telling you, Brad, we're going to have to know in our hearts that we're willing to do just like Job, die for his name. Lord, you brought this on me. You've already written before time began that the mark of the beast is coming. You've already written tribulations coming. You've already written the Antichrist is coming. You've already made this very clear what's coming. So what we need to do is have the heart of Job. Let me say it again. We need to have the heart of Job. You can take our body. You can take my friends, my family, everything. But you cannot have my relationship with God, which goes back to what I've been trying to tell you about the vertical bride. This horizontal Jesus that they're teaching out here is a community. Everybody come together as one horizontal. That's not the right Jesus. Jesus is vertical. Meaning it's you and him and you will not compromise and you're a fundamentalist. Just remember that. All right, let's go on to chapter 20. I have to do this because the sun is so bright. All right, chapter 20. Job 20. Then answered Zophar the Namathite, and said, Therefore do my thoughts cause me to answer, 
and for this I make haste. I have heard the check of my reproach, and the spirit of my understanding causeth me to answer. Knowest thou not this of old, since man was placed upon earth, that the triumphing of the wicked is short, and the joy of the hypocrite but for a moment? Though his excellency mount up to the heavens, and his head reach unto the clouds, yet he shall perish for ever like his own dung. They which have seen him shall say, Where is he? He shall fly away as a dream, and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. The eye also which saw him shall see him no more. Neither shall his place any more behold him. His children shall seek to please the poor, and his hands shall restore their goods. His bones are full of the sin of his youth, which shall lie down with him in the dust. Though wickedness be sweet in his mouth, though he hide it under his tongue, though he spare it, and forsake it not, but keep it still within his mouth, yet his meat in his bowels is turned. It is the gall of asps within him. He hath swallowed down riches, and he shall vomit them up again. God shall cast them out of his belly. He shall suck the poison of asps. The viper's tongue shall slay him. He shall not see the rivers, the floods, the brooks of honey and butter. Let me pause it right here and just say this, Brad. If you don't think that the Illuminati exist in the church, do you think the devil would just want to leave the church alone? No. He has infiltrated the church. And there's many ways that you can tell. Look at their symbols. Look at who they're hanging out with. The big picture of what they're doing out here. This is what they're talking about when he talks about how the wickedness is only for a fleeting moment. People will go after fame and fortune, even in the church, to rise to the top for power. They're hungry for power and money. It happens on both sides, the church and outside the church. This is where the apostasy comes in. But right here in Job, he says, he shall fly away as a dream and shall not be found. Yea, he shall be chased away as a vision of the night. And this is in verse 8. And then go back to verse 5. That the triumphing of the wicked is short. And the joy of the hypocrite for a moment. What it is, is they have believed a lie. And they have partnered with that lie. Oh, I can do this and the Lord will be okay with this. And they justify why they do something. And all that does is just a road to hell. Okay, let's continue here. Butter. That which he labored for shall he restore, and shall not swallow it down. According to his substance shall the restitution be, and he shall not rejoice therein. Because he hath oppressed and hath forsaken the poor, because he hath violently taken away an house which he builded not. Surely he shall not feel quietness in his belly. He shall not save of that which he desired. There shall none of his meat be left. Therefore shall no man look for his goods. In the fullness of his sufficiency he shall be in straits. Every hand of the wicked shall come upon him. When he is about to fill his belly... God shall cast the fury of his wrath upon him, and shall rain it upon him while he is eating. 
he shall flee from the iron weapon, and the bow of steel shall strike him through. It is drawn, and cometh out of the body, yea, the glittering sword cometh out of his gall, terrors are upon him. All darkness shall be hid in his secret places. A fire not blown shall consume him. It shall go ill with him that is left in his tabernacle. The heaven shall reveal his iniquity, and the earth shall rise up against him. The increase of his house shall depart, and his goods shall flow away in the day of his wrath. This is the portion of a wicked man from God, and the heritage appointed unto him by God. Job 21. But Job answered and said, Hear diligently my speech, and let this be your consolations. Suffer me that I may speak, and after that I have spoken, mock on. As for me, is my complaint to man? And if it were so, why should not my spirit be troubled? Mark me, and be astonished, and lay your hand upon your mouth. Even when I remember, I am afraid and trembling taketh hold on my flesh. Wherefore do the wicked live, become old, yea, are mighty in power? Their seed is established in their sight with them, and their offspring before their eyes. Their houses are safe from fear, neither is the rod of God upon them. Their bull gendereth and faileth not, their cow calveth and casteth not her calf. They send forth their little ones like a flock, and their children dance. They take the timbrel and harp, and rejoice at the sound of the organ. They spend their days in wealth, and in a moment go down to the grave. Therefore they say unto God, Depart from us, for we desire not the knowledge of thy ways. What is the Almighty that we should serve him? And what profit should we have if we pray unto him? Lo, their good is not in their hand. The counsel of the wicked is far from me. How oft is the candle of the wicked put out, and how oft cometh their destruction upon them. God distributeth sorrows in his anger. They are as stubble before the wind, and as chaff that the storm carrieth away. God layeth up his iniquity for his children. He rewardeth him, and he shall know it. His eyes shall see his destruction, and he shall drink of the wrath of the Almighty. For what pleasure hath he in his house after him, when the number of his months is cut off in the midst? Shall any teach God knowledge, seeing he judges those that are high? One dieth in his full strength, being holy at ease and quiet. His breasts are full of milk, and his bones are moistened with marrow. And another dieth in the bitterness of his soul, and never eateth with pleasure. They shall lie down alike in the dust, and the worms shall cover them. Behold, I know your thoughts, and the devices which ye wrongfully imagine against me. For ye say, Where is the house of the prince, and where are the dwelling places of the wicked? Have ye not asked them that go by the way, and do ye not know their tokens, that the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction? They shall be brought forth to the day of wrath. Who shall declare his way to his face, and who shall repay him what he hath done? Yet shall he be brought to the grave, and shall remain in the tomb. The clods of the valley shall be sweet unto him, and every man 
shall draw after him, as there are innumerable before him. How then comfort ye me in vain, seeing in your answers there remaineth falsehood? And what does he mean by falsehood, bride? It means the non-truth. He's saying, how can you comfort me when you're walking in non-truth? Something I want to point out is where he talks about in verse 19 and 20. Well, first, let me say this about uh, verse 2. I mean, verse 3. It was pretty funny. That's why I laughed. He's talking to his friends, and he says, Suffer me that I may speak. Y'all have all spoken. Now it's time for me to speak. And he says, After that, I've spoken. Then you can mock, mock on, baby. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But anyway. Uh, going to verse 19, God layeth up his iniquity for his children. He rewards him, and he shall know it. Lord, help us to know the day of our visitation and uh, you being with us so that we know it. His eyes shall see his destruction, and he shall drink of the wrath of the Almighty. Oh, so I misunderstood that. He's talking about god layeth up the iniquity okay god sees the iniquity of his children and he rewards him so in other words you get a reward for good and you get a reward for bad and part of this is the wrath that i wanted to talk to you about about tribulation if i had time right now i would do a whole study on revelation to show you what god showed me maybe i will after i move back to tennessee and get settled down and begin teaching we'll do a whole study on revelation because like I've been telling you, the first part of tribulation is the mercy of God. It is the judgment. The mercy of God is uh, giving people time to make up their mind, smacking them out of their stupor. Wake up. You've got to choose me, yes or no. When the people are stubborn or stiff-necked, like what he's talking about right here, he will have to get, put them over to their reprobate mind. And then the second half of tribulation, they'll have to pay the price. Most of them will already have the chip. They'll already have the mark. And they will suffer the wrath of God. So when he says right here, his eye in verse 20, Job 21 verse 20, his eyes shall see his destruction. And these are the children of iniquity. And he shall drink of the wrath of the Almighty. And then this verse here in 22, when it says, shall any teach God knowledge? I think also about this dominionist movement where they want to tell everything what to do and basically they're telling God what to do. They don't know what God's plans are for every little thing. And that's what I think of with this verse where it says, Shall any teach God knowledge? Seeing he judges those that are high. In other words, he judges the proud. Okay, then we go down to verse 30, and it says that the wicked is reserved to the day of destruction. They shall be brought forth in the day of wrath. And I just want to tell you that the second half of tribulation, the wrath that's coming, is going to be so terrible, bride. It is so bad that God goes in his temple. You know, there's a temple in heaven, and God goes into the Holy of Holies. And when you study the temple and you study how God was, about the Holy of Holies. It's the most intimate place of God where it's the holiness wrapped around himself. 
and he goes in there and he encloses himself and he covered the bible says that the room is covered the temple is covered with his glory and he says don't even just come and get me when it's done he does not even want to see mankind destroyed with the wrath that's coming in the second half but we will be taken out before the wrath on the second half of tribulation we will have to go through the first part where we will have to help people to see the truth this is where we come in this is why i'm writing these books to help you to be ready to win the harvest and to tell them you've got to make a decision time is no more you can't say oh i'm going to do this tomorrow because i want to smoke my pot today and do what i want to do today and i'll just change tomorrow there is no tomorrow people time is it this is it this is what the first half of tribulation is is to tell you come on now you know time is done make your mind up that's why god's got all this different stuff happening it's his mercy judgment is mercy okay so i guess that's it for this part we finished uh chapter 21 so the next one let's see what time it is yes i have time to do another one so i will be back on in a few minutes and we will do chapter 22 to 26 all right brad thank you